would you say you're the one that is the one that ends the relationship or do you find you're the one that's getting broken up with what's going on usually what's your ratio what's your ratio (laughs) (laughs) all right that was us cheersing we're about to drink some alcohol tequila specifically well i'm drinking wine you know i'm not a heathen like brilliant or shine over here But anyway, that's the first sound is me going. <laughs> where do you, where do you put uh, relationships on your priority list? Oh gosh, this is not where I thought this was going. Pass. <laughs> Next, um, like a serious relationship. Yeah. Like I, I guess like okay, let me ask you this: When you get into a relationship, what is like the point of it? In your, like, why are you doing it for it? Why are you trying to get into a relationship? Is there like an end goal? Is it just like you want experience, or like how do you, how do you? What's your mindset about it? Uh, to be honest, I wasn't expecting to find Peter. I wasn't necessarily looking for a relationship because I just got out of a really toxic one. Um, Those are the best ones. N- not this Everyone one. Everyone who's listening, so much fun. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'm not going to get into this one at this time. That's a whole other story. A um, little traumatic, but anyways, um, I just got out of, yes. I can. Uh, when you say, tra- okay, so yes, I can see there being a traumatic part. Was there also like... I mean, there's obviously a lot of heightened emotions in those kind of relationships. So we're, so while while you're riding that roller coaster, are there parts of that ride where you're having a lot of fun? In this relationship, it was very brief moments, and you know that it's not good when they make you cry more than they make you laugh. And it was a relationship that I've been trying to get out of for a very long time, but. Um, kind of got trapped and kept getting pulled back. Um, Do you think it's hard to leave a relationship? Or It seems like even for me, um, even if I know I'm in a bad relationship, like I do tend to stay in it longer than I should. Do you ever feel like you're in that position? Oh, I'm right there with you. I was thinking about my boyfriend at the beginning of college. And I didn't want to be in that relationship for a long time, but I felt stuck. I was worried about their feelings, and then I was going through my own stuff. Um, So I do find it hard to leave a relationship, even though it's not necessarily the place that you want to be. Um, And I think a lot of that is being comfortable in the situation that you're in. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you you just want that someone to hold you at night, no matter how much shit they give you. And, like... It's just, sometimes it just works. You need them at that specific time and you kind of tolerate it until you get out of that situation or you're in a different mindset and then boom, you know, you dump their ass. (laughs) (laughs) You dump that ass. (laughs) Would you say you're the one that is the one that ends the relationship or do you find you're the one that's getting broken up with? What's going on usually? What's your ratio? (laughs) What's your ratio? I am usually the dumper. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's a good. Not for Wait, now. Do you usually just have you ever dumped somebody because you knew they were gonna dump you and you were like, let me preemptively strike. 
Because I know this isn't going anywhere. Hmm. And does that make you feel a little bit emotionally better because you did the dumping? I would say I sabotage relationships more. And the set, like, I... She cheats, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's calm down now. Take it back. Um, I sabotage... I don't know. Next question. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um, should we, should we oh, start yeah, going? Sure, sure, sure. Do you want to so, go into the podcast? Or yes. Roshan, hit us with the intro real quick. All right, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? The time is... We're about to look up the time, right? The time is 7.58 on a Wednesday in DFW, and you're listening to the All Feelings, No Facts podcast with Rashawn and Davis. And today we got our guest, Bree, and we're going to be talking about um, social media and how it affects your mental health. Should you be on social media? How should you use it? And... Um, yeah, Bree, we're really glad that you could be here today on episode one. This I'm is so gonna excited. be this is gonna be intense, y'all. So listen up because it's about to get wild, bro. Like you're not even gonna believe the shit that we're gonna say on here, probably. So I'm really looking forward to telling you guys when you're gonna get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just to be fair, like we've we've been. Attempted cancellations have been done on us multiple, multiple times. times. On um, Bree's sister herself. Uh, <laughs> not less than two weeks ago, but we made it. You know, we're here. So, you know. I don't think she was expecting me to say, um, hey, Lindsay, Davis and Rashawn asked me to be on their podcast. And she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, we we mean no harm, you know. We just we just like to say what the people actually think, and they're just um, to say with it. some of the views that I've heard. Um, I'm gonna strongly disagree with you there. What what have you heard about us? You know, we don't know what how how are we thought of in the streets. Do you want to get heated just a little bit, just a little this bit, quick? You know? <laughs> sure, <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> I mean, we can we can edit things out. So yes. just whatever you gotta say, we'll. And po- we got post production. We can we got figure it out. Um. Okay. Well, the first one, uh, I'm very passionate about, and um, which is the body positivity movement. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it was more um, so that you guys didn't understand or needed a different perspective. Um. But when I hear, like, what's up with the body positivity movement? Like, why are we supporting people with bad habits? He told me, actually, scratch it out. I can't not replace it with duck. She will kill me. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're not very good at editing. Just you just <laughs> we can edit this out. We have post-production. Um, what was I saying? Uh, body positivity and how me and Roshan are against body positivity, I guess. Or, or what have you heard, actually? Yeah. Uh, I think the question was, um, so what are your thoughts on body positivity? Like, why are we supporting bad habits? Am I right, you guys? That was word for word. Um, I do kind of agree with that uh, reenactment of a statement <laughs> you did. <laughs> Um, so, oh, how, okay, Bree, how about you do this? Why don't you define, 
define what body positivity is and why you think that this is going to uh, move our society in the right direction. Um, so body positivity, it's about self-love. And when you are telling people, um, like when you say the words, like, why are we supporting bad habits? Then you're basically saying, let's shame you into the way you into the way I want you to look, into the way that society says you should look. Mm -hmm. So we're going to tell you you're fat, you're worthless, and say all of these things. And it's like, what is shaming them going to do? And also, you don't even have the background behind these people. There are so many things that go into weight. If we all ate the same thing and did the same exercise, everyone would still look different. And so it's about changing society's standards because we are not all going to look the same. And the standards that are set are typically in the media, goes along with social media. And, like, when you think about it, like, the people that are Photoshopping these women, do you think that they look like the society ideal? They probably just look like, (laughs) I mean, like, what do you think they look like? I'll just say this. I like, I like, I like women of all sizes, where all women are beautiful, you know what I mean, come through, we do a podcast every Wednesday, <laughs> um, alright, I'll actually give a serious answer <laughs> to, to, to this, <laughs> it's not about bullshit, the at all. <laughs> I, I think, okay, I'm, I come at this from a very different perspective, okay. where I was pretty big when I was in my teenage years, Mm-hmm. And <laughs> please, please, he's opening up. <laughs> and it, it took that radical method of calling me out on my shit mm-hmm. to force me to change. Mm-hmm. It took a girl to just basically tell me, you're a fat ass. Like, I'm not going to date you until you drop some pounds. And it just, for me, it wasn't a deterrent. It was a motivator where I was like, okay, cool. Like, let me make hard decisive radical changes and I will get the results I want. And so I don't think, you know, I'm, I'm not trying, I, I can't speak for what Roshan was thinking at the moment, but I think um, he notices that there's a culture in the U.S. of um, kind of overindulgence with what we're consuming. And it's almost like that culture has seeped into the body positivity movement. And we're not saying that you shouldn't love yourself and, and, you know, embrace who you are as a human being. Um, but when those two movements or, or those two things start um, kind of intertwining together, um, then I think he believes it's a problem where, you know, we have the highest rates of type 2 diabetes and heart health, heart health problems in the entire world um, when half of the world is dying of hunger. And so... You know, at some point, don't people need to get called out on their shit and not necessarily attacking you as, not attacking your character, you know, per se, but more attacking, or not, not even attacking, more just asking you, hey, you know, maybe we can make some healthier choices. And every time we hear about ask or telling people, you know, hey, can you make some healthy choices in your life? It's met with, oh, okay, like, you're just fat shaming me. Well, I'm like, no, I'm not fat shaming you. Like, hey, you know, just 
maybe change your eating habits a little bit. You might not change your physical nature, but at least you'll be healthy on the inside. You know, so we're just when those two movements just sort of intertwine together, then they cause a problem. Mm-hmm. I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Oshan, as to me interpreting your words. <coughs> all right, so I'm all down for like, you know, every shape or size is beautiful or whatever. Um, <coughs> except uh, I think sometimes the people who are of this whatever size, you know what I mean? And they were really, they're really trying to own it, but maybe those are the same people that they, they can't own it. Like they say like, Oh yeah, I love myself, but they're also sometimes there's a subgroup of those people who can't, who can't really love themselves because of the way that they look in the mirror. Right. Um, and would, make making healthier decisions and i mean okay let's be real right now okay let's take let's take adele for example she lost a lot of weight and i you know there's nothing wrong with the way she looked before um and then she lost weight and then Brie, I mean, you've heard of that story where people got, like, upset that she lost weight. People shit on her. Like, people hated her for losing that weight. I did not know that, actually. I didn't know that. Where do you think that energy is coming from, though, where this person is, like, you know, they're this size, and then they lose weight, and now people are mad? Like, what's that all about? Um... A lot going on here because I have responses to everything that you guys have said. But I'll start with the Adele thing. Um, the first thing that came in my mind is that society is never going to be happy. No matter what you do, society is not going to be happy. Because if she gained more weight, they were going to be upset. And I'm assuming there's probably a lot of people that were praising her. Oh, she lost all this weight. I actually didn't know about the people upset like people were upset that she lost weight um so i don't know too much detail but if the saying is oh she lost weight we're upset i'm assuming it's because like she did it to fit society standards and it moves against body positivity so there i I can i can see where you're coming from right there i think my overall statement with that is no matter what society is not going to be happy it does not matter what you do. And so I think the body positivity movement is just kind of like, shut the fuck up and let us live our lives. Let me be happy. Because I'm going to go back to, I'm going to try and go back to each of y'all statements. First of all, like I, like, I definitely hear you guys. And I think you guys have like really great intentions. I just think there is some, not, I'm trying to find the word if it's misinformation. Because maybe this isn't necessarily a community that you're a part of, that you see. Like for me, if we're talking about social media, I fill my social media with body positivity. And it's not people eating a bunch of fast food. Like it's people saying like, hey, I still exercise. I still do self-care tip or self-care tactics. But my body just looks this way and that's okay. Um, the body positivity movement isn't saying like, go stuff yourself with food or whatever. It's just saying, be happy with the body that you have because 
no matter what, society's not going to be happy. And there's a lot more that goes with that. But coming back to, I think, your point, Davis, it's like, who gets to decide? Like, why do you get to be the one to decide that they need to eat healthier? Now, if it's loved ones, I kind of understand because I have loved ones that really struggle with food. But at the end of the day, I know that I can't help that person because it's a mental illness and it's an eating disorder. So that's out of my control. Um, and when it, But it also comes down to doctors. Like, do you have a PhD in nutrition and science? So it's like, it also comes down to why do you get to decide? Why do you get to tell this person that they need to eat better and do better? And do you think saying that to them, do you think that's going to benefit them? Or is that shaming them? Now, actually, I know you're trying to say something, David, so I'll let you talk. All right, cool. Um, so <clears throat> we just said something very interesting there, that who gets to decide? Um, I mean, I, you've seen the world kind of shift in the last 30 or 40 years where we've become a way more socialized society mm-hmm. where... You know, we want we want our governments to run better and have more social programs and educate and be more centric to the normal human beings rather than the five percenters or the one percenters or whatever you want to call them. And so we've become even our our current leadership is way more socialized than than it was. And so when you have a society that wants universal health care, for instance, and wants that to be fully paid for. Well, you know, these are services that are going to come out of my pocket. They're going to come out of your pocket. They're going to come out of his pocket. And so, hey, if you're going to, if we are going to all agree that, hey, you know, we're going to pay for everyone's health care all around, yet the biggest health issue we have in the U.S. is heart attacks and type 2 diabetes, then shouldn't we also have a say in how people are consuming food, if we're gonna help pay for everyone's shit, like if we, if you're gonna increase my taxes by ten percent because you wanna institute universal healthcare, but you know, my taxes are all going to take care of people who just didn't give a shit about what they ate, and now have type two diabetes, and now have heart disease, and now have lung problems because they were smoking. Shouldn't I also get to dictate this as a freaking taxpayer that you are asking for to help in society? That's an interesting take in the sense that that's very, that's not individualized. Like that's something you got to take up with the government. That's what my thoughts are. Granted, I don't know anything about politics. The first thing that came to my mind was Michelle Obama. She was trying to push the my plate thing, which is all about portions because America, I agree. Like we got a huge problem with portions, the kind of portions that we serve um <laughs> that we serve the, the dollar 72 ounce coke is that what you're talking about uh, possibly <laughs> and i mean maybe like i haven't necessarily gone down to the depths of it where it goes down to politics and to the government but if that's the change that you want to make then that comes with advocating for that and the government not saying hey you you're eating poorly get out of here you suck and, and i think it's more so i mean i'm coming just down to the gist of it it's more how we're saying these things 
than what we actually mean. And so if we say things nicer, <laughs> does that make sense? It's just more that we're very explicit with how, with how we express our emotions rather than what the content of our actual emotions are. Because <laughs> if you would have just explained that from the beginning instead of me thinking like, oh, they're body shamers. Um. <laughs> hey, that's why I don't support you know, student loan, uh, government student loan payments. But, you know, it's very hard to, like, break it down in a gist to somebody because you're looking at bigger picture. I want to know where Sean's take. He's been, he's oh, been just I chilling. Don't, I, don't got, I don't got nothing to say, y'all. I am... What's on your Davis, mind? Davis, what's on your mind, you big dog? I'm trying to... Well... <clears throat> man, what's on my mind today? I got the mic in front of me. Test one, two, three. Davis, can you give me another shot, please? Yes, I got this is shot three. So Bri, so Bri how's um, how's your life been so far? <laughs> how's, how's your life been? Changing subjects. Okay. D- Davis is giving me a shot right now, so we're doing a little small. We've talk. gone too deep. This is all about feelings, no facts. I know I've probably presented a few facts. Um, the feelings. No, that's true. A lot of it is feelings, because of course, probably a lot of what I've said baby. is opinion, beings. maybe. Um, okay, feelings. What are you feeling right now? You know, honestly, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling chill. I'm feeling like life is all... Life is, um... Life is like a jigsaw puzzle, and I just got the last piece. (laughs) Okay? That's what life feels like to me. How does it feel like to you? I'm really happy for you. Um, I feel like, um, my puzzle's, like finally coming together oh, you just did the edges <laughs> <laughs> i just got the edges together yes i was gonna say no, no, no carb, right? yeah no oh, carbs please sorry no carbs god i love carbs um oh man we won't go there <laughs> I won't get into food talk anymore. But um, I was going to say my puzzle is close to coming together, but I lost a few pieces. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's life, baby. That's life. Life is, is, you know, you come home, you've been working on that puzzle the past two weeks, and your little cousin threw away some of the pieces. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe not my cousin, but probably my cat. Yeah. For sure. No, Martini wouldn't do that to me. It was someone. I don't know who yet. Oh, like you're talking about some uh, the sabotage. Hash slinging slasher. Yeah. Had- so um, we cut the whole first part out and we're starting now. Yes. Go. All right. So topic one. Do you use social media? Why or why not? Um, I the only social media I use is TikTok, and then I have Snapchat just to keep two streaks going. I don't really go on it other than that. I have a streak with my sister that's over, like, it's probably almost at 1,500 days. And then another Snap streak, just so me and my friend keep in touch, and it's, like, almost 800 days. Um, other than that, I really only use TikTok. 
I got rid of social media because it really wasn't good for my mental health. Mm. Um, not that TikTok is great for my mental health. Some days it is. Some days it isn't. Um, <coughs> so give us some <coughs> point us point us to why uh, social media was toxic for you. Um, <coughs> well, I mean, it honestly ties back to body positivity, to be honest. Um, it just kept so you weren't getting as many likes as you wanted to get. I never really posted on social media. Um, I would post every now and then, and I didn't really put much effort into it. I never became like an Instagram visco girl or something like that. Um, but it was more just like looking at all of these people and comp- I was comparing myself too much to them. Um, and that just wasn't realistic. And then I also realized that like on Instagram, everybody's posting pictures of their babies or their fiance and how they're engaged. And I'm like, I don't care to be honest. I really don't care. So why am I scrolling and wasting my time? Why am I wasting my time? Um, I got rid of Twitter a long time ago due to politics. It was just so negative and upsetting. And I just found myself getting angry frequently with how, um, negative, are so that's my take Roshan do you use social media and um, why or why not uh, do you not use social media wait before before you answer that what are those Instagram girls called again Instagram girls yeah well, what's the abbreviationary term for them an Instagram girl yeah uh fuck uh, am I allowed to cuss on you yes what this is your podcast <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm honestly I'm blanking out right now. Isn't it? I thought it was a Visco girl. Am I wrong? Or is that I a? Com- it was an IG thought, but an IG thought. Yes. That's the first thing. That's- I mean, a, a lot of them, dude. There are a lot of IG thoughts on there, and <laughs> oh my gosh. the thing is, like, I personally I don't even use social media that much because, like, I, you know, your mind is a sponge, and whether and whether you're conscious or unconscious or whatever you're viewing or hearing, it's all being recorded in your mind. And it's some, somewhere inside your body, you're like kind of like thinking about it at some point in your life. And it's kind of influencing your belief systems. And, and it's usually not in a positive way, especially I think like just seeing like everyone's like highlight reel or I I think that you're not supposed to see that much into people's lives. I don't think that's healthy and I I think it's like very overstimulating and then your that your brain actually can't handle that much information coming in at that kind of speed. And it might just be that I'm just in a point in my life where I'm, my brain is so sensitive that I just I purposely separate myself from social media content because that you never when you open up Instagram you never know what you're about to see right when you open up the app and it might be something that triggers you mm-hmm. and it's like oh well I made the decision to open the app so I kind of played myself by deciding to even engage in the first place mm-hmm. so really I'm on Instagram I'm talking I'm you know I'm in my DMs mostly you know what I mean that's where that's where my boys are. That's where the girls are. So I'm there. I'm not on the feed. You're not going to catch me on the feed. I'm not liking stuff. I'm not commenting anything. Um, I will I will get on TikTok because there is funny content. 
even then I don't like to be on there too much because I feel like I feel like the 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 happier you try to make yourself the more depressed you'll be in the future because like it does require you to have like a chemical chemical reaction in your brain to produce dopamine to feel some type of emotion towards like a funny video so if you're constantly exposing yourself to like this like high speed like you're going to desensitize yourself to yeah, the dopamine hits and then nothing is going to ever be actually happy because you've already kind of used it up. Yeah, you get it's like you you watch a bunch of you watch a bunch of funny stuff on TikTok and then you get off and then you're like depressed and you're like okay, why did that happen? So um I try to I don't want to tell people not to use it because like it can have its purpose, I guess, but like I try to if I get on TikTok it's like maybe 10 minutes a day. Um but yeah, I also think it's like kind of sus when like. <laughs> I agree. It's it is sus. Yes. Yeah. No, it's well. What I was gonna say, it's sus when like, for me, like, okay, if I'm looking for like a partner, I don't, I don't want them to be super into social media because I feel like their brain, like maybe they don't understand how real life works and they're so like wired into this thing that's not even real. And I just don't want to be around somebody that's like that. Does that make sense, Bree? Or what do you think about if someone's like very much into like likes or followers or, you no, know? I would agree with that. Well, first of all, I'm like I'm shook. I did not even. Granted, I don't know you too well, but my heart feels warm right now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's the alcohol. But yeah. Um. Cause all that was very. I don't know. That was great. That was a great take. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> um, uh, the question, what? Oh, when someone, like, no, I would agree. Um, like, when they're all, like, their goal in life is to get likes. Yeah. That shouldn't be your goal. That shouldn't be your priority. So I would, I would definitely agree with that. Because sometimes I'll see, like, a really fine as hell girl. You know what I mean? And you know, you know what these, these really hot girls do? They actually have boyfriends, but they don't post them because if they post them, they're going to lose followers. Mm-hmm. And like, I just think that's like, bro, that's such a weird way to like live life. I think Davis wants to say something. Yeah, I sure, think he I does too. Yes. Um, so it got to the point of where a girl told me when I should and shouldn't post my pictures to oh. get the most hits or the most likes or the most views um so i guess i'm gonna go with my views on social media um i haven't used any instagram uh for i think four months now and i posted a picture right before we started this podcast just to remind myself of the feeling of that dreadful feeling in my heart that i want to constantly open my phone to see how many likes i got to see how many people commented on my photo and I think I sat myself down and I was thinking of all the people I cared about and whether any of them were online. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't care about anyone who was liking these pictures. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to show these private moments to the people I actually give a shit about. Mm -hmm. And so that was a moment I decided, okay, I'm good. Like, if I'm I'm not going to be on Instagram because if my relationship with you is that strong then i should be just i should just be able to send you the photo 
Yeah. And you should be able to say it. And it can just be a private moment between me and the people I care about. Yeah. Where on Snapchat, I just want it to be about me and my bros. Shout out to the League of Luxurious Gentlemen um, on Snap. And I just want to share those moments with that one group and not the entire world because then no one else matters. And, you know, um, I wasn't... I, I think we've, we've had a discussion with Roshan about this where... Um, it's the idea of comparing yourself to other people's highlights where you'll compare your normal life and everyday struggles to somebody posting their picture in Monaco and that's the only vacation they took that year. And um, I was not bor- born with uh, the spirit of contentment in my life at all. Like, I always want to be better. I want to be the best. Like, I will do all I can to be great. And if you're on social media and you have that attitude, then you're always going to compare yourself to other people. And your life is always going to be unsettled. And it's going to come to a point of where the decisions you're making are not actually your decisions, but are heavily influenced by the decisions of somebody else. Because you're so focused on looking at somebody else's life that you forget to think about what you actually want. So mm-hmm. do that over a 10-year period. And you look at yourself and look at the things that you know, you're doing or the shit you bought or the, the places you've been to. And none of that is actually going to be influenced by you. It's just going to be something you saw from some guy out there or some girl out there. And I don't think that's true happiness. Um, Bree, I want to ask you a question because this is something I've always um, had. A, this is something that has always popped up in my life. I don't know why, but anytime uh, I'd be in a relationship, uh, it would come to a point where they were mad that I wasn't posting them on social media mm-hmm. and um so like what's up with that like why they want me to post them and all that like I mean I'm, I get it that they maybe they wanted me to show that I care about them or whatever but in my mind it's like if I if I care about you the last thing I'm gonna think is like social media wise yeah, right absolutely. um so what do you think their psychology is behind that why they want me to post them um i might be the wrong person to ask this honestly because i'm not i'm not really one of those people me and peter were actually just talking about this like we don't post our relationship all over social media we don't really want to because i mean it's kind of i can't say like a fact but if you notice like the more people post about their relationship the less happy they actually are um so i mean i just like I think it's probably just because they want to know that you're not keeping them a secret. You want to share with the community that you care for this person. But if they're wanting you to post them all the time to make it seem like you're a happy-go-lucky couple, that's a whole other thing, and that's toxic. Um, But I might not be the one to ask specifically for that because I don't agree with it necessarily. I think because... Commitment has now become public. It's yeah. not private anymore. I can't just tell you, like, I fuck with you, and that's the end of that. It has to be, I fuck with you, and I want to let the whole world know that I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't got shit to say. I have nothing on to you, Bree. I got nothing. Um... We can move on to the next subject, actually. Uh, 
So, Bray, do you think people can find balance between social media use and their real life personality? Is there um, an even playing field? And then after you finish that answer, answering that question, um, I have very negative views on TikTok. I've had <laughs> multiple conversations with people about how I think TikTok is by far the worst platform anyone should spend their time in. And I know you said you don't want to tell anyone that they shouldn't be on TikTok, but I'm going to tell people that they shouldn't be on TikTok. No. So, um, <clears throat> give us some comments on that and uh, I'll let you go. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, what was the first question again? Do you think people can find a healthy balance um, between with social media use? Social media was made to not let you have a healthy balance. That's just like that's fact, and that's kind of like is the word scientific? That's just like really that's just fact. They want you to stay on social media. So the way they build their algorithms, the way that everything is presented to you is on purpose. So I think social media does everything in their power to make sure that you can't really have a balance. Um, Because it's like, I want to say that I can make a balance, but because I'm not on Instagram, I probably put all the time that I didn't have on Instagram into TikTok. And I know that I'm numbing my brain out with TikTok. And I can, like, I'm assuming, like, I'm not going to say TikTok is the best thing in the world. Um... Because I kind of use it to numb out. What were you gonna say, Rashawn? Well, I was gonna. I think you're about to answer, but I was gonna ask you, like, what are, what are you doing on TikTok? Uh, why? <laughs> why are you guys smiling? Um, well, like when the pandemic happened, I was surprised. Like, I didn't jump on the whole TikTok thing during the pandemic, um, which I know is when I feel. Tell me if I'm wrong. Is that when it really started to thrive? Yeah, and also when I met you, I really thought you were a TikTok girl. That's probably why I've not oh talked to you since I joined gosh. the studio till January. <laughs> uh, the only I th- oh gosh, that's upsetting. Um, I mean, I thought about making TikToks, but in the sense of being educational about because the communities that I really like on Instagram, not Instagram TikTok. Which communities are those? I was about to answer. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> good question. Good question. Um, the body positivity community and the eating disorder community. Um, those are both things that I'm studying. I also had an eating disorder for two years. I was about to say right on, but I don't know. <laughs> I had I had a girl with the eating disorder tell me I have an eating disorder because I actually didn't know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you, you don't know, and I yeah. really do appreciate you saying that because it's not – guys aren't willing to say – that they have an eating disorder because it's not known that guys can have eating disorders. I think a lot of the times people don't know, especially, um, I think people who especially get into like health and like working out and stuff, like there's a, a subgroup of people who like are very aware, they're very conscious, they have, um, a good body image about themselves, even if they don't look their best, then they but they still like appreciate themselves for, for that moment. Um, and then there's the other type of people where they're like, they're just like never satisfied. It seems like, right. So they might actually look really good, Mm -hmm. but 
you know, if you're not happy with the way you look, then that's some form of like body dysmorphia. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so you'll see that a lot in like the fitness community, but it's like people don't really talk about like, especially with like the, the female like fitness influencers, they're put on so much pressure because they have sponsorships and supplements that they got to plug. And uh, sorry, my, sorry if my volume was a little, sorry. I mean, he's passionate. I mean, I'd probably get louder. Like I'm about, I could definitely talk about this. We could have a conversation. This could be a whole other podcast or just late night conversations because I could talk about this for a long time. I definitely agree that sometimes, not sometimes, eating disorders do get blurred with the line of fitness. Mm. Now, of course, that's not to say for everyone, but it does happen. Um, And I say I'm very passionate because I'm also in recovery. I've been in recovery or struggling since I was 15. Um, And so it's something that I'm in my career field for, which is mental health counseling, to treat those with eating disorders and mental health disorders. So um, back to TikTok. (laughs) Um, The devil's playground. The (laughs) the devil's playground. (laughs) Um, I thought about posting on TikTok just to educate people about eating disorders, to reach that community, because I found myself within that community of like people posting eating disorder recovery kind of things or just sharing their struggles. And I love it because it lets people know that they're not alone. And I think that's the thing that I did appreciate about TikTok, because a lot of things that I've seen let me know that I'm not alone and some of my struggles, um, which I know there's other ways to find it, but that's probably the only thing that I truly appreciate about TikTok um, or maybe social media. Mm, mm, That's a stretch. Uh, And the cat videos. Hmm. That's my main thing. Um, I am ready for your spiel, Davis. Well, hold on. I need to ask you something. So, like, your uh, algorithm is pretty, like, filtered or dialed into what you watch? Pretty much. And it's kind of crazy how the algorithm works. Like, it gets oddly specific. And I'm like, okay. But sometimes uh, it's not accurate at all. But I think that's because... Do you ever get those videos with the girls with the big titties just fucking... Randomly. Just having a good time (laughs) 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 On, on, on the camera? I've been getting um, anime girls sometimes. I've seen that a lot, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. You're talking about the ones with the big titties? Yes. <laughs> You're talking about the ones with I think that's a requirement for the wild <laughs> anime girls. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> next question. Yeah. Oh, we have another question? Oh, cool. Um, should we just go to I? Oh, wait, I thought you were going to give your oh, spiel. Yeah, I was going to give my spiel. All right. So how long are TikTok videos? Seven seconds? Ten seconds-ish? Uh, they've expanded it. To like 30 seconds? And to three minutes. Three and minutes? I think some have ten minutes, so people won't keep posting part one, part two, but they're still going to do uh-huh. that. Okay. Um, but most of them, I would say, are like ten seconds. Okay. Um, so I have very negative views of TikTok. Okay, let's and hear I it. I think it's because... Of how much toxic advice is given out on TikTok. That's true. And it's yeah. easily consumable seven second or twenty second clips or I guess three minute clips that are like pumped out and they're just like full of bullshit. 
to the point of where if a girl spends like way too much TikTok, too much time on TikTok, I don't even take them seriously. Because mm-hmm. it's just, I know what you're feeding into your brain. You're completely dopamine desensitized because you're going to keep scrolling and keep hitting those 10 minute, 10 second clips over and over and over again. And half of that shit doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't build any character. It doesn't give you any actual educational information that's actually true. And it's, it's just bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of been that way and it's been accepted that way. And I'm like, why? Why would you ever get you know, I've had girls legitimately quote TikTok girls for their relationship advice. And I always say it's the blind leading the blind, where it's a single bitter woman giving advice to other single bitter women to continuously be bitter women. And it's just a little, or it's, I guess, black pill males continuously giving advice to other black pill males to continue being the way they are. There's just no, there's no real shit on there. And the more you spend time on it and the more you absorb it, the more you make it a, a bit of your personality and you don't get any other information from outside sources and then you just end up, you know, making stupid fucking decisions. What's considered real? Okay, so if we're going to talk about this relationship shit, might as well, <laughs> might as well dive deep into it. I would find it, I find it very funny that... Um, Girls or guys ask relationship advice from their single guy or girl friends. It makes no sense to me why you would ask somebody who's not in a relationship about problems you're having with your relationship. When you're trying to build, if you're trying to really build something stable and not like a 10 second fling or a two month fling, don't you want to get advice like real advice from somebody who's been in a relationship for an extended period of time rather than a TikTok girl or a single friend of yours who's been single for 10 years and have no idea what they're talking about. And I know that, yes, you know, they're friends that you trust with your life, but maybe expand your friend group a little bit. Maybe you need a different group of friends for different things. You know, my guy friends, like I want to party with them in Miami, but if I'm actually serious about a girl, then I'm going to go talk to my guy friends who have been in relationships for two or three years. And they're going to give me way better useful advice about building something stronger. But everyone is an expert on TikTok with no fucking resume. It's this, it's people who have like zero years of experience giving out advice, and then that shit almost never works out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, I don't know what I'm supposed to say right now. I I think we're all in agreement. I think that's what you're saying, right? I don't know if we're in agreement. I don't know if Brave's in agreement with what. Oh, okay. I think I'm a little lost because that feels um, completely separate from TikTok in a way um, or just social media in a way. Well, that one, gosh, what did you say? That made a lot of sense. People are saying stuff without a resume. Yes. I agree with that. That makes a lot of sense. And then you just have thousands of people jumping on board like, yeah. This is this is true. This is like. What? So I think the relationship piece. Yeah, I, we're gonna edit that out. Huh? We're gonna. <laughs> he was just. He was just ranting. I was just ranting. Yeah, I was just ranting. I've had this problem with TikTok for a long time, so you know. No, that's fine, and that's fine. Um, damn it, I had a thought. What was my thought? I had a thought. Relating to your resume, or yes, kind yeah. Um, because what I think I'm getting from 
this conversation is just like no one's developing their own thoughts everybody's just getting their ideas and their values and their opinions from other sources now granted you could also argue like where else am i gonna get my sources or get my opinions and my values and stuff and then you respond with um actual actual qualified people (laughs) qualified people or like reading or being in the actual community connecting with friends and like so i definitely agree with that because you're forming opinions and values based off of people that you don't have a personal relationship with so i agree with that i think this also touches on the body 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 positivity thing that we were talking about earlier or you know where you raised the point that we were necessarily not in the community and so we just saw an image of someone and we kind of made all our conclusions from the image of someone without actually doing any research on it. Yeah, some people they'll make a they'll make a judgment about you just based on the background of the video. You know, oh, he's got a nice room, or he's got a neon, he's got a, pe- a purple neon light that sometimes turns pink. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's pretty dope. Yeah, and like the video quality is high, so that means like trust this person. Yeah, yeah. And the answer to that is, hey, you got to still be just as discerning with him as you would be with the guy who's like, you look at his thing. He's got like resolution from the year 2000 and like his house is a mess and you got to hear that out. hear that guy out, too. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe that guy, you know. Um, yeah, because the other day I was like, I need to get a ring light, you know, for credibility reasons. <laughs> uh, you can buy one off me. I got one just for my project. Oh. Um, I bought it for the sole pur- purpose of returning it. But now mm. I'm like, what if I want to do other projects with right. a ring light? But when am I ever going to actually need a ring light? For your TikTok channel. For, yes, for my TikTok channel, for sure. Maybe we can have smart people like you infiltrate TikTok and, you know, make actually good content on it. I mean, I think that there are some really good people on TikTok, but they're probably pretty covered within. Because, like, then again, you have that person with actual quality information. You only have them for 10 plus seconds. And then you're on to what? Some dumbass saying dumbass people things. Um, a little segue here, um, but it's all about you know outside influences. Um, do you think that social media is helping people develop a type, or are people just going with what they're feeling? Interesting. Innately, um, Interesting. because I think we've had this discussion where um, I say I specifically I'm very very picky about who I want in my life, male friends and female friends. Um, and so, do you think that the influence of social media is actually corroding people's values enough for them to not actually understand what is important in a relationship? And so, they're just picking damases to be around and damases to date? Uh, that's a good question. And I mean, I definitely want to hear y'all's input on it. Because my first thought is like, I mean, people are going to like what they like. <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um... 
Because, I mean, maybe I'll see something on social media and be like, oh, like, I like that. That's just a genuine feeling that I have. And I'm like, okay, I think I want to incorporate that into my value system. And I want to look for that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, But I do also think that there's a lot of negative influences. And it goes into the enmeshment of what's happening. Continue. I lost my thought, but that's okay. Um, yes, that's my thought. <laughs> yeah, yes, that, thank you. That was a very good answer. Uh, Davis, can we go on to the I ain't got no type uh, conversation? Yeah, I'm going to expand on that, and then I think that we should cut the podcast soon after that discussion. What do you think, Davis? Sure. Yeah? Okay. They're trying to get rid of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we've been we've been talking for it looks like seventeen thousand and two. I don't know what unit. I don't know what unit that is. Oh, that's okay. Oh, wait, what time is it? Because I gotta go dance soon. Oh, okay. I got plenty so, of time. Yeah, we're gonna cut this off fairly soon, but we're at like seventeen thousand seconds right now. That's I don't know. That's a lot of seconds. Yeah. So, um, going back to I ain't get, got no type. Um, okay, so. I do read TikTok comments sometimes mm-hmm. and or even Instagram comments where people are mad because you're not conforming to a certain beauty standard mm-hmm. and you're saying, no, I don't want that. I want this. And that upsets a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, which I think it's okay to have a preference because, okay, so this is what it is, is. There's one camp that's like, no, be very open-minded. And then the other camp is like, no, like you can have a preference and stay in that lane. But what do you, what do you think is right? Because it sounds like, because sometimes what people say is like, oh, if you have, if you have a preference, then maybe that means you're Mm close-minded. But what do you think? I think people should stop giving a shit about other, like, like what other people are saying like if you have a preference you do you like I think it's okay to have a preference as long as it your preference isn't like dehumanizing do you know what I mean which which you see a lot sometimes what is it called like x x packs or whatever do you know what an x pack is I've never heard of that Wait, Davis, do you know what that is? I have no okay. idea what crap. I don't even know what that shit is. <laughs> all, I, all I know, I think it's like veterans or whatever, like old, old, old veterans, mm-hmm. where they'll go to like the Philippines, for example, and they'll get their wife from the Philippines. And sometimes people are like, yo, that's kind of like messed up what you're doing. Because they're, they're basically going there to... Wait, like an expatriate? Is that what you're talking about? I have no clue, bro. Uh, can you pull it up on the dictionary real quick yeah, before expat. I sound stupid? <laughs> a person who lives outside the native country? No, no, X-Pac. X, like, I think it's like X-P-A-C or something. P-A-C. But it's basically when, like, they'll go pick maybe a certain demographic because they know that they can, like, dominate them. Does that oh, make sense? Oh, yeah. Like, like older, it's usually like older white dudes will be in the Philippines just fucking, you see it on like 90 day fiance too, I think like, that's kind of like the, what I'm talking about. Um, that's technically like preference, right? Would you, yeah, I would say so, but that's like wrong, right? Or is it okay? I wouldn't consider that. 
preference. I would almost consider that. Well, at the word that I'm thinking of is pretty extreme. Say, say all feelings. Well, no, I mean, because it's extreme and it might not be that at all. But the mind that the thought that came into my mind was trafficking. Uh, it's like trafficking, but it's just like one girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's consensual too. (laughs) I know, but that's the thought that came into my mind because the way that you described it, I thought of like kidnapping almost. Like they're going to the Philippines, they're grabbing a girl, and they're like, you're mine now, let's go. I think it's more like a mutually beneficial, uh, like the girl wants to come to the U.S., the guy wants to get a See, girl. I had no idea about that. My mind went straight to dark. To the, to, yeah, like human trafficking. Um, but uh, just on that discussion, I have several family members of mine who um, live in the States and um, they had arranged marriages where my family literally picked their wives for them. I mean, I, for instance, I have had at least three occurrences where my parents have found possible wives for me whether here in the u.s or back home where my parents will do all the legwork and they'll do all the parent talking and they'll be like okay go and meet this girl um and then we think there'll be an go in for the kill (laughs) (laughs) we think there'd be an ideal match for you because um you know they're they're saying that based on my family preferences this person would be good for the family Mm um so that's a, a different idea of preferences, I guess. And is that wrong that my family wants me to get married to a girl in Kansas City that I've never met before? I feel like that's for you to decide because that's a whole other cultural aspect that I don't know anything about. Um, that's something that I would love to hear about more. But I think that's for you to decide. <laughs> All right, um, Brie, what is your type? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like it's changed over time. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, it's always been skinny skater boys. It's always been skinny skater boys. And then you look at Peter and he is not a skater boy. Well, I'm, well um, I think we're mostly... I mean, yeah, these are the outside preferences. But we're talking about, okay, non-negotiables for somebody's, I guess, heart. Like, what makes a person? I mean, you know, do you have any non-negotiables in... In, in your list that the person has to have. I'm not, I'm not talking about just physical characteristics. I'm yeah. talking about mental characteristics or spiritual but, but, characteristics. But also mention physical. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Both of them. Well, physical characteristics, I'm not going to say like he has to look this way or she has to look this way. Um, but what? <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Have I not mentioned that I'm a bisexual Wait, what? Are you bullshitting us? No, I'm not bullshitting you. I kind of had that feeling, though. (laughs) If I'm being real, that means so much to me. Wait, does that mean Lindsay's bisexual? (laughs) (laughs) Or, I mean. Yes, it is genetic. We are all bisexuals (laughs) in the family. I'm going to bleep that out later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, keep it. No, Lindsay is not. You know what? You ask her. Um, Do we have any further questions on my sexuality? Not on your sexuality, but you haven't given us any other. Well, I said she, and y'all looked very confused. Wait, you said she? She who? 
<laughs> wait, wait. Okay. I'm okay. gonna go back. I'm just gonna skirt back. Uh, value values. Value systems. Value, value systems. systems. Okay, so they need to be a skinny skater boy. No, they or don't. Or a skinny need, skater girl. They do not need to be a skinny skater boy okay. or a skinny skater girl. But what I want for their heart and my partner's heart, um, empathetic communication is so important to me um like really caring and really loving for others i'm definitely one of those people like if they don't tip then they're probably a bad partner bad person um passionate that's one of my biggest things they got to be passionate about something anything i don't care what you're passionate about as long as it's not dehumanizing or like body shaming body shaming yes um but very passionate and goal-oriented. Um, do you care about how much money they make? No, I don't. Um, do you think that girls care less about looks and that guys care more about looks? According to everything that I've learned in my education, mm. yes. Like, it all comes down to biology, technically. Mm. Um, because, like... Um, Guys would look for like certain things that what is it inquire fertility? Yeah, sometimes yeah. Um, I like small tits, by the way. Anyone, (laughs) any girls that might be listening right now in the DFW area. Jesus Christ. Okay, Um, but continue. Um, and then uh, which goes against the grain? I know. Is the grain? I thought the grain is like. I thought the grain. I thought small tits were on the up and up on the grain. Oh, are they? Okay, okay. Well, then I guess I'd be considered mainstream at this point. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's cool. I mean, they're all, they all look dope, in my opinion. They get bigger when they're on their period. Just... Never, I've never, if you never had a girlfriend. Next before. topic, for the love of God. <laughs> okay, apart from small tits, uh, Roshan, do you have a type? Yeah, I definitely do have a type, and I think for me, the reason the reason I have a type is because it helps me like simplify the dating, um, just like the whole the whole system right because if you're just like out here falling for every hot girl then it, it really throws your focus off balance right versus if you just like say okay i mean yeah you're hot but you don't fit my standards so i can just like treat you more as like a friend i can immediately i can immediately put you or partition you into a certain section right so because that helps me out a lot because i feel like yo we're around a lot of beautiful women right and we're around beautiful women all the fucking time. Okay. It's almost exhausting. It's it is it, no it it. Are you referring to the studio? It's the studio. It's my. It's out of friends that we have. Just everything, man. Just like in general. Just everywhere. Just beautiful women just everywhere. Guys nights. Yeah, just yeah. Just, just to fucking just re reconfigure our testosterone levels. But yeah, man, I can't be falling for every hot girl at the studio. That's not gonna be. It's going to be painful. It's going to make me not as good at dancing, right? It's going to, because I'm not going to, I'm going to lose my focus, right? Mm-hmm. But 
and also it's like you can't you can't think every girl is hot because like if you're trying to get a relationship you're gonna have to dial in a little bit right um so for me my type um short you gotta be a little girl you know what I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> hype, hype. I'm talking about hype. I'm. T- <laughs> talking about hype. You're canceled. <laughs> I'm talking about she got a fucking. Uh, hey man, the the height starts at four eleven. That's where I start. Okay, and I'll go up to maybe five four. Okay, four eleven to five four. If you're in that range, um, you're good. If you're taller, then you're out. Chopped. You're out, and it's not even it's not even chopped it's out of. Personal. It's, not, it's not personal. It's not personal. It's just we're gonna be friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I got it. Um, I like uh, darker hair. I'm not into blondes. I don't know why. I don't know why. No man is into blondes, Ryan. If you. Are dating a blonde break up with them right now i don't that's i didn't sign harsh, off my on guy this. i did that's I did. a little harsh <laughs> my guy um all people are beautiful let's calm I, down I, I i do find myself gravitating more towards like either like brunettes or like a darker hair color mm-hmm. um and like more of like some people like when the eyes are very like very bright or like blue or whatever i like i think i like just darker eyes, just darker features, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that and very, I like, f- I like very feminine because I th- I don't know, I just like the the chaotic nature of a woman, a really womanly <laughs> woman. You know okay, what I mean? Go into go into the character piece. This is where. Chaotic, okay, so a chaotic feminine woman. Yeah, basically what that means is like a woman who's like, she's so invested in like the present moment that she's not thinking about the consequences of the present moment. You know? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> give, give us an example of this situation, okay, Rashad. Please. please. <laughs> Let's just, uh, should I bring yeah, up the example from... Yeah, I'm so nervous. Like, there's something about like, like okay, obviously a girl doesn't want to get pregnant. Or Stop bullshitting with us, Roshana. Just give us the real story. Okay, okay. okay. Sometimes girls like you know they say that, you know I don't want to have kids or you know whatever prematurely, right? Mm-hmm. But then when they're caught up in the moment, like all of that goes out the window, and then they're like, like do it. <laughs> you so know what I mean? when you say chaotic, you're referring to raw dogging it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you were going to try and bullshit me. That's you all gonna... of us here, but we all know what he meant, you know? You know? He wants the girl to basically hold him tight and tell him to what? Uh, whoa, I'm not trying to. This is a family friendly podcast, but what I'm trying to I say. I just said raw dog. I know. <laughs> that can mean whatever you want that to mean. I don't know. But what I'm saying is like. I do like to be brought because I'm more like stable and chill and whatever. And so it's like I don't want to date someone who's also very stable and chill because it's like I need like some kind of I need some crazy. I need some shift in my energy a little bit. I need an example of chaos that wasn't the example that you just provided just Uh for my 
just for my mm. my the sane the saneness of my mind. As a person with uh, very similar preferences to, uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> not all the time, not 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 all the time, but I'll, I'll list my preferences later. Like, um, like I want a girl who's kind of clean and will get on my sh- like will literally get mad at me if I'm dancing too hard with another girl. That type of chaos. That sort of like clingy, selfish. I want you all to myself. Jealous. Jealousy. Is is like what I want. Mm-hmm. I want it to be where, like, if you think that I'm talking to another girl, you might like break my PlayStation, because the makeup sex will be freaking incredible. After oh it. Th- that's my god! A little bit of that um, obsession is is pretty good. But thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can end it. All right, so I think that was the last topic that we wanted to. St- to discuss Bree, i want to thank you for being on our first episode of the podcast i thank think it came out real well um yeah if you're listening this is the all feelings no facts podcast episode one and we will catch you again on wednesday next week all right bye <laughs> peace peace y'all <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck it up when we lose the bottom of the